Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Go With It podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a lifestyle, beauty, wellness content creator and the host of this podcast. So in honor of Love Week this week, I wanted to create a love-themed episode. And as I was sitting down to think about what exactly I wanted to talk about this week, whether it was dating, relationships, friendships, I ultimately decided on the topic of self-love. Since our self-love is the foundation to every other relationship in our lives. In today's episode, I just wanted to share my journey towards self-love, certain things that I had to unlearn and learn in order to actually begin cultivating self-love, and also some of my favorite self-love practices that I do for different areas of my life, whether it's like my mind, my body, my soul, and just showing you guys a little bit about what I do when I need to practice a little bit of self-love. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that you have an amazing week this week and that you show yourself so much love, whether you are single, in a relationship, married, whatever your situation is, whether you're spending time with girlfriends, a significant other, or yourself. I hope you have the best week and you remember to practice some major self-love. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Let's get into my favorite hack for eating healthy and saving time. We all know Factor has been my go-to as of recently. Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day so easy and simple. Wherever tomorrow takes you, you can be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals that are delivered right to your door. And with Factor, you have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and vegetarian. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Factor has really been my go-to, especially these last few weeks that have just been so chaotic and busy. I've barely had time to cook home-cooked meals that I enjoy and make me feel good. So Factor has really been coming through for me and saving me so much time while still helping me stay on track with my wellness goals. Aside from their two-minute meals that are ready to go whenever you are, I also have been enjoying their snacks, smoothies, and their wellness shots. And I've done the math, Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. If you want to get started with Factor Meals today, all you have to do is head over to factormeals.com slash sh 50 and use code sh 50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscribing is active. That's factormeals.com slash M-I-S-S-J-A-S-M-I-N-E-E-S-H-50 and use promo code M-I-S-S-J-A-S-M-I-N-E-E-S-H-50 for 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring today's episode. Okay, before we get into all things self-love, I just want to share my obsessions for this week. I only have two. The first obsession as of lately has been prioritizing more family time, which is something that I don't typically do, especially because I live in a completely different state than my entire family. But these last few weeks, I've definitely been prioritizing my family more, whether it's been seeing them. I flew to California sometime last week or so 
and I spent time with my cousins, my grandparents, I saw my mom, and I've also just been talking to my family more and just communicating with them more than I normally do. And honestly, it's been so nice to just be around family, whether it's physically or just talking to them more. I've always been kind of that cousin that never really comes around or that you never really hear from and that's just been my personality it has nothing really to do with my family I love my family I love my cousins I love my grandparents oh my god I love my grandparents they're my everything I love my mom I love my siblings so it really isn't them it's just more I guess me and my personality and I'm you guys know I'm someone who loves being alone I love my alone time and I also think because the way that I was raised was a little bit different than my cousins so to give some context I come from two different backgrounds my mom is Mexican and my dad is Persian and my mom's side of the family they're all Mexican of course and so whenever I would be around my cousins from my mom's side or my dad's side I never really felt like I connected with them the way that they connected with each other because I was of multiple backgrounds and I always felt a little bit different than all of my cousins and family members and maybe that's just like a me thing that I'm personally like working on myself but I think that has been a huge reason why as an adult I don't really spend as much time with my family because I've always felt kind of like the odd person out but having spent time with them recently and just being around them has felt so nice and now that I'm back in Arizona I really really miss them and I've been having certain conversations about what the future might look like and what I want to do and I feel like I'm entering a season where I do want to prioritize being around family more or at least being available to them more than I have been. So it's been a nice change of, I guess, priorities and just being around my grandparents more and my family and all of that. And I am actually flying out again next weekend to see them. So I'm really looking forward to that. But that has been something that I've really been enjoying recently that I don't typically prioritize. And the next obsession that I've had this week has been shooting my shot. So let me explain what I mean by this. I feel like in life, there are certain opportunities that we come across and we immediately shut ourselves from even going after the opportunity, whether it's because we think we're underqualified or there's no way that could happen for us, or we just block our from even going after something for whatever reason and lately I have found myself shooting my shot for opportunities that maybe I am underqualified for but I'm still gonna go for it anyways and assume the best assume that miracles can happen and it's been such a confidence boost to know that like that I've had the courage lately to go after certain opportunities and put myself in certain rooms and I feel like this is such a necessary mindset to have especially if you are trying to achieve some really big goals you have to have some level of audacity and why not me mindset if it can happen for other people why not you and I really encourage you if you have been shutting yourself out from certain opportunities or downplaying what can be possible for you stop doing that right now 
and start going for it because the worst thing that can happen if you let's say like apply for your dream job or you know apply for an opportunity that you really want the worst thing that can happen is you don't get it but if you don't apply yourself to that opportunity or that situation you are guaranteeing that you don't get it i really just been in this mindset whenever i come across opportunities even if it feels like really far-fetched for me or it feels like there's no way i can have that I have just been going for it and just letting God do whatever God is going to do and just trust that if something is meant to be, if something is meant to happen, then it'll happen. And if not, then no biggie. But at least I'm putting myself in the position to be able to receive certain opportunities instead of just like closing the door on certain opportunities myself. So that is something that we've been doing as of recently and it feels really, really good. Now I want to get into my personal journey towards self-love and my journey towards self-love has been just that, a journey. Okay, unfortunately for me, my self-love was pretty non-existent from the time I was really, really young. I was not instilled with the wisdom, confidence, or energy of self-love. I've had to learn it all through watching others and noticing what I don't want, learning things the hard way, and just figuring it out as I go. That's pretty much what my 20s has been all about. When it comes to self-love, to me, it's not just about I'm such a bad bitch, main character energy all day. Don't get me wrong, yes, having confidence in yourself is so important and believing you are the main character is important and looking at yourself as you are the baddest bitch ever. I love those vibes and I'm here for it all day, every day. But to me, self-love is about loving and holding space for myself, all versions of myself. Self-love to me is forgiving the 19-year-old version of me who did not know the first thing about self-love and let a guy hurt her. It's holding space for the seven-year-old version of me who needed nurturing and love that she didn't get. And it's also accepting and being proud of the 28-year-old version of me right now who is still trying to find her way. That is what self-love is to me personally. Yes, it's all about confidence and all that, but it really is deeper than that. And that's kind of what I want to get into in today's episode. And there are definitely a lot of things I had to unlearn and learn in order to begin cultivating self-love. And one of the things that I really had to learn very early on is that no one or no thing can fill the void that I feel. Sure, people and things can add to my life and happiness, but at the end of the day, no one else can be the main source of my happiness and how I feel about myself. So I would say like in my early 20s, I definitely used to be a lot more materialistic and I needed things and people to make me feel secure about myself and to make me feel good enough. And the problem with that is when you rely your self-worth or your self-love on external things, that is creating a very unstable version of self-love because things come and go, people come and go, and if you're constantly relying on your self-love on those external factors your self-love is never going to be strong and rooted it just isn't and that's something that I learned the hard way when a relationship didn't work out so I had to get to the root of my lack of self-love figure out why I lacked self-love what is the void that I was filling with these things and these relationships and I had to 
really do the deep inner work that we love to talk about on the podcast and it wasn't easy and it still isn't easy but I realized that the only way I will ever truly love myself, feel good enough, feel worthy is if I give that to myself. And I feel like I have done a good job at that. It's definitely still a work in progress, but I now understand that any voids that I feel, they have to be filled by me. Don't get me wrong, I still very much enjoy material things and I enjoy the relationships in my life, but I feel good enough without them as well. I'm not dependent on them to make me feel secure anymore and it's actually so refreshing to not rely on external things to feel happy, to feel good enough. Because I give myself that, now everything else in my life, whether it's like a new bag or money in the bank or my relationship or my friendships, everything else is just an added bonus and that feels amazing to know that whether my relationship is good or not, whether I'm fighting with a friend or not, I'm gonna be good regardless and that is such a powerful feeling to know that your self-love cannot be wavered by anything other than what is inside of you. The second thing that I had to learn in order to cultivate self-love is the fact that I am not for everyone but that doesn't take away from my greatness. I used to hate, 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 hate the idea of someone not liking me for any reason, but especially if I felt there wasn't a valid reason not to like me. It would genuinely bother me so badly. It would eat me up inside knowing that someone had a problem with me, someone didn't like me, and through life, through experiences, and also being in the industry that I am in now, I've had to learn and be okay with the fact that not everyone is going to like me, whether it's the way I talk, the way that I dress, my personality, my viewpoints, my values, and you know what? That is none of my business. It is none of my business, not only if someone doesn't like me, but also if someone likes me. Again, kind of reiterating what I was talking about with my first point, if you are relying on external factors for your self-love, you are never going to have a solid foundation of self-love and that's positive or negative. So whether someone leaves me a positive comment on a post or a negative comment or someone likes me or doesn't like me, either way, it's none of my business. It's none of my business how somebody else feels about me, whether it's good or positive. The only thing that matters is how I feel about me, how I can sleep at night, my actions, my character. That is the only thing that matters. I also have to look at it from the perspective of do I personally vibe or like every single person that I come across and the answer is no. There are certain personality types that I just don't mesh with. There are certain opinions that I can't agree with and I just keep it moving. I don't make it into something bigger. I don't really think too much about it. I just decide that person is not for me and I'm probably not for them and that's absolutely okay. And when it comes to accepting that I'm not for everyone, one thing that I really had to learn is to not get caught up in the why someone doesn't like you. Because listen, one thing that I've learned, especially with being on the internet, is people will not like you for the silliest reasons, whether it's because the way you do your hair or the way you laugh or 
whatever regardless of the reason why someone might not like you it still doesn't matter it's none of your business it's none of your concern and accepting the fact that i am not for everyone everyone is not for me has liberated me so much from the desire or the need to have people like me as long as i like me at the end of the day i'm happy with that This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So one of my most proud relationships that I've cultivated is the relationship with myself. From horrible self-esteem, low self-love, and no confidence to now I am just so proud of myself for how far I've come and I am currently falling in love with rediscovering myself as well. I think a common misconception is that self-love is easy and fun, but it also can come with so many challenges and obstacles and feel impossible to overcome. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or the relationship with yourself. My self-love journey really began when I first started going to therapy. It was through therapy that I began to learn, unlearn, and understand myself better. And it wasn't always easy or pretty, but therapy helped me navigate every challenge on my self-love journey. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your own schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. To learn to become your own soulmate, visit betterhelp.com slash glow with it today to get 10% off your first month of therapy that's better help com slash glow with it thank you to better help for sponsoring today's episode so another lesson i had to learn in order to cultivate self-love but also more so self-worth is understanding that my worth is not tied to my level of productivity. I don't have to accomplish everything on my to-do list in order to feel good about myself. And this is a huge one for me that I still feel like I'm actively unlearning and unsubscribing to. This week, for example, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's because of the weather. It was super gloomy and rainy. And also, I was just not feeling the most motivated. So I had a more relaxed, low-key week, which was not how I intended this week on going. I did have plans to be like productive. I had a lot of things on my to-do list. And honestly, it just didn't end up going that way. I ended up just scratching off a lot of the things that I planned to do and just focused on the basic bare minimum mandatory things that I had to get done and the old me would have struggled with this I would have felt so bad about myself felt like I was failing that I wasn't doing enough but this time around I honestly gave myself permission to just do the bare minimum and tell myself that that was enough if all I could do that day was check my email do one task then that's totally okay and I think it's important to give ourselves grace from time to time especially when there is a lot going on in our lives of course there definitely needs to be a balance between accountability and giving yourself grace and I definitely have leaned into the side where I needed to be accountable but I was being 
a little too lenient on myself but this week for example for instance I think was an example of me needing to give myself grace especially just with things that have been going on in my personal life and I feel good with the things that I got done I don't feel any less of a person. I don't feel like I'm failing or that I'm not doing enough. And it just feels really nice to not beat yourself up and be your biggest hater because you're not operating at a 100%. I don't remember where I heard this quote. I don't know if it's from a friend or someone that I follow on social media, but something that they said is if all you can give one day is 50% because that's all you have, then that's 100% of what you could give. And this quote, this perspective has really changed my approach to the way that I view myself and how I feel about myself and just how I show up and give myself grace on the days when maybe I only have 25% to give and not be, and I don't beat myself up because of it. And similarly, with my worth not being tied to my productivity, another thing that I had to unlearn is the idea that I don't have to earn to be loved. I don't have to earn to be treated well. I don't have to earn to be respected. I'm not here to perform for anyone. I'm not here to convince anyone that I am worth being treated right, to being loved, to being kind to. And this specifically was something that was deep-rooted. And before I unlearned this behavior, I used to think that if I do whatever this person says, then they're going to like me. If I give my all to this friend, then they'll always be good to me. But no, that is so, so, so not true. Overgiving and pouring from an empty cup is not going to make others love you more. And you need to save some of that energy for yourself. And when it comes to basic bare minimum human decency, like being treated with respect, being shown love by your closest relationships and friendships, and being treated right, you do not have to earn any of those things. You do not have to work to be treated well. That is just basic human decency. And now in my life, when I come across people, whether it's friends, family members, random people, if they can't give me the basic decency of being respectful, being kind, they don't have to kiss the ground I walk on or anything like that, but just basic human decency, they have no space in my life. And that's just a boundary that I have created. In the past, I definitely used to give people chances over and over and over again. I don't give people the benefit of the doubt anymore. Of course, you know, it's important to give people grace. Um, it's important to be mindful if, you know, people are going through things, if people maybe need a little bit more support. Of course, I'm mindful of those things, but the moment someone shows me who they are, I believe them. I don't give excuses. I don't make up stories. I believe them and I move accordingly. Okay, so the next thing that I really had to unlearn in order to begin cultivating self-love is realizing that all attention is not good attention. And this is a message for my early 20-year-old self, especially when it comes to men. And I'm just going to tell you what I wish my 19, 20, 
21 year old self knew and it's that just because you have 50 men on your roster or in your dms or whatever that doesn't mean anything if 48 out of those men are losers i'm just gonna keep it real i'm not gonna sugarcoat this i'm gonna tell you like i would tell my 21 year old self or my best friend or whoever and i'm just speaking like generally like obviously there are good men with good morals and good values but this is just something that i really wish that i knew when i was in my early 20s now that i truly understand my value and my worth and i actually have self-love I now hold myself to such a high regard and because of that, I can't just allow anyone in my space or allow anyone to have access to me that is not worthy of having access to my time, my attention, my energy and this goes for relationships, for friends, for jobs. In life, I've learned it has to be quality over quantity. Just because there's more doesn't mean it's better. I know I went a little hard with you on that one, but the only reason why I'm being so like, not all attention is good attention and, you know, quality over quantity is because I really didn't know this at 21. There's so much more I want to say about this topic and we can do a whole topic on this if you want, let me know. But I I really want you to understand fully what your worth and what your value is because once you do your life changes and what you begin to attract and the quality that you begin to attract changes as well and as someone who's had zero self-love to the level of self-love that I have now I like literally want to scream from the rooftops to anyone who will listen love yourself love yourself love yourself because it is the most powerful gift you can give yourself Another lesson I had to quickly learn in order to begin cultivating self-love is realizing that sometimes I am the problem. And I know some of us are not going to want to hear this, but I think being accountable to our toxic ways and our unhealthy patterns is really, really important in order to be able to cultivate self-love. And I've had to check myself many, many, many times I had a lot of toxic habits and patterns and ways of thinking and I definitely did things to friends or partners that if they ever did to me, all hell would break loose and I definitely have had to forgive that version of myself but I also can understand now that that version of me was simply a product of her environment and she did the best that she could in that moment with what information she had and what little tools she had but even though I knew okay I am this way because of this or that I still decided to do something about it and I first had to acknowledge and accept my flaws and my shortcomings, which I think in itself is a huge act of self-love. And I decided I want to do better than this, not only for future relationships or friendships, but for myself. And I will be the first to say that it is not easy to look at yourself in the mirror and admit maybe I am the problem sometimes. And therapy was definitely a huge help for me when it came to understanding my toxic behaviors and 
why I was the way that I was, but this was a crucial lesson that I had to learn in order to begin cultivating self-love. And that kind of leads me to my next lesson, which is finding forgiveness for myself for all the times that I let myself down, all the times that I made a mistake or dishonored myself. I think it's fair to say that we've all had experiences where we allowed ourselves to be mistreated, where we were in situations that did not serve us, where we overstayed our welcome in someone's life and, you know, given them access to us when they no longer deserved it. And there are times when I think back to like certain situations and I beat myself up for it and because I wish I would have done things differently or I would have said this instead of that and I ask myself like why did I let myself go through that? But then I have to remind myself that I did the best I knew how to do in that moment and the only reason I know to do better now is because of those experiences. So let this be your reminder if there are things about your past that you have had trouble forgiving yourself for. Forgive yourself, forgive that version of yourself because that is the best you knew how to do in that moment. Maybe you didn't have the tools that you needed. Maybe you didn't have the right perspective. Maybe it was just a learning lesson for you, but don't continue beating yourself up over past mistakes and past versions of you. The only thing you can do now is learn from those situations and do better now. With Valentine's Day around the corner, I'm sure you have a date planned, whether it's with your girls, a partner, or yourself. And the secret to any great date is feeling confident from head to toe. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. That's for your pits, privates, and beyond. Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only for your armpits, but also your feet, your privates, and everywhere else we get odor. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long all thanks to its one-of-a-kind ph optimized formula they even have over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it lumi has been my go-to for feeling clean fresh and confident i specifically love the toasted coconut whole body deodorant most times i don't even wear perfume yet i still get complimented on how i smell so that's saying something make the switch to lumi and feel your most confident this valentine's day i even have a special offer for our listeners to get started new customers can get five dollars off lumi starter pack with our promo code glow at checkout to get started all you have to do is go to lumideodorant.com and use code glow at checkout that's lumideodorant l-u-m-e-d-e-o-d-o-r-a-n-t.com and use code glow at checkout So to end off this week's episode, I wanted to share all the ways that I practice self-love and I kind of got inspo from some posts that I've seen around social media of like um, different ways to show self-love based on your love language. I think that's such a great idea, but today I'm sharing different ways I show self-love depending on what I need mind body and soul wise because sometimes it's different things and let's be real sometimes practicing self-love is taking yourself out on a cute little solo date doing a little shopping getting your nails done and 
Other times, self-love looks like setting boundaries, breaking bad habits, or having honest conversations with yourself. So when it comes to showing myself self-love for the mind, that can look like checking my negative self-talk and making sure that I'm reaffirming with positive self-talk. That is something that is always a practice for me, but I find that the more you do it, the more of a habit it becomes. And also journaling. Journaling is a great form of self-love and self-care for my mind. It has been my best friend, my go-to tool in my self-love journey. And I journal when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm angry, when I'm confused. It's my go-to all the time. And I just find that it helps me connect with myself and my thoughts in a way that is just so personal. And I journal every single day every morning and every night I try to journal but at least once a day and that helps me so much in so many ways whether I just have a lot of thoughts in my mind whether I'm feeling down whether I am struggling in any way journaling has been so helpful on my self-love journey as well as unplugging sometimes it's necessary to just unplug disconnect go on D&D especially for your mind there is so much outside noise constantly being thrown at us there's just always so much happening all around us and i think it's so important to unplug from time to time and just give your mind a break from overthinking overanalyzing consuming other people's thoughts opinions and content and setting boundaries for your peace of mind that to me is a huge act of self-love so when it comes to my body and how i show self-love to my body that can look like listening to my body and giving it what it needs without any judgment so for example this week i had a more chill week i woke up a lot later than i normally do or would like to and i didn't beat myself up for it or feel like i was being lazy or unproductive because i needed extra rest clearly my body needed the rest which is why it slept in more than it normally does we really don't give our bodies the credit that it deserves because it functions and it runs and it keeps us going without us even having to think about it so if your body is telling you something whether it's telling you to rest telling you to eat more telling you to hydrate telling you to take it slow listen to your body it knows what it's doing it knows what it needs listening to my body is a huge act of self-love and then i also like to make my body feel good or just feeling good in my body whether it's like getting a full body massage getting pampered getting my nails done getting my hair done getting a facial like This is more surface level, superficial forms of self-care, but I think it's just as important as doing the deep inner work like journaling and therapy and things like that. To me, or for me at least, getting pampered, getting my nails done, getting a massage makes me feel so good about myself and I feel like I am really showing myself that I think that I'm deserving of treating myself in such a nice way and it feels good I feel confident and I really enjoy the process of like getting pampered another way that I like to show self-love for my body is through movement whether it's a yoga class pilates dancing taking a walk 
I think it's so important that we move our bodies, we connect with our bodies, and we treat our bodies well through movement. That can also be resting when you need to rest as well. And when it comes to showing myself self-love for the soul, which is probably my favorite way to show myself self-love, some things that I do are one practicing celebrating myself for the little things and the big things and everything else in between celebrating myself is definitely something that i've struggled with and this all ties into worthiness what i feel i deserve and things like that and this is something that i actively have to work on by celebrating myself i am reaffirming to myself that i am worthy of feeling proud of myself i am deserving of being scene of being celebrated some of the things that i like to do are cooking i have talked about this before i love cooking for myself i love cooking for others i love cooking as an act of self-love just something about putting in love and intention into the meals that you are cooking is so powerful and i I more so mean the energy that is being put into your food so i love pouring so much love into the food that i'm making i also love listening to music vibing out really like getting lost in songs and daydreaming and it's just something so therapeutic about listening to music and of course probably my favorite way to show myself self-love is going on solo dates this is something that i'm prioritizing more of in 2024 And I recently went on a solo date the other day. I took myself out to lunch. I got my nails done. I did a little bit of shopping and it just felt so good to be in my own company, doing things that I love, having no care in the world. And I just love, and I just love being intentional with how I'm spending my time and really just enjoying my own company. I think there is nothing more beautiful. There's nothing that says I love myself more than spending time with yourself so these are all the ways that i like to show up for myself practice self-love do a little bit of self-care i would love to hear what ways do you show up for yourself or how do you intend on showing up for yourself moving forward how do you want to show yourself more self-love in 2024 i hope that this episode is able to help you along your self-love journey. I hope you were able to take something positive, something meaningful away from today's episode, and I hope that you have an amazing week. May this episode serve as a reminder to show yourself so much self-love this week. As a final reminder, be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episode. Everything will be linked down below. If you want to catch up with me on any of my other platforms, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, what have you, the links to that will also be in the show notes. That is all I have to say for today's episode. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.